Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. said don't take stuff out of your house on the Sabbath day. Why did he do that? We need a break. We have forgotten that. God designed you in such a way that you need one day where the brain turns off, the screens turn off, the stove turns off. He's like, listen, cook it Friday afternoon or fast one day, you won't die. In today's message, Pastor Robert will encourage you to take a look at your schedule and find a time that works for you to rest. God designed the world in six days and then rested on the seventh day, not because he needed to, but because rest is good. And as humans, we need regular seasons of rest. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew, chapter 23, with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. According to Rabbi Adam Mintz, co-president of the Manhattan Aruv, the Aruv was invented at a time around the 6th century when Jews often lived in apartments arranged around a courtyard. The local rabbis came up with the idea of the Aruv to allow people to bring things like food from their homes into the public area. He says, quote, all religions have legal fictions. And in order to enhance the enjoyment of the Sabbath, the legal fiction of the Aruv that the rabbis instituted was meant to symbolically enclose an area so that the area could be considered as a symbolically private Jewish area. What does that mean? Well, it means that technically you shouldn't be carrying that basket full of watermelon outside the front door of your house. But since we tied this nylon string to your house and we have it now wound all the way around Miami Beach, the city of Miami Beach is now your courtyard. So you're good. You get it? Now, I may be off on the detail, but that's the nutshell of of what it means. And what Jesus was saying here, do you remember? He got in trouble a couple of times because he healed someone on the Sabbath day. And he told him, you're being ridiculous. If, you know, if this poor blind man was a cow and I pulled him out of a deep pit and it took six of us to do it, you wouldn't have any problem. You wouldn't, that's, that's fine, of course, you poor cow. This man's been blind his whole life. And you're saying I shouldn't heal him on the Sabbath day. They forbade things 
in their analysis of the law, should never have been forbidden, they allowed things that actually violated God's intent. You see that? God said, don't take stuff out of your house on the Sabbath day. Why did he do that? We need a break. We have forgotten that. God designed you in such a way that you need one day where the brain turns off, the screens turn off, the stove turns off. He's like, listen, cook it Friday afternoon or fast one day, you won't die. But he did it. Jesus tells us the Sabbath was made for man, not the other way around. He didn't do it just some arbitrary thing to, and it's the same way with all of the law. It's for man, not to man. And, and so Jesus confronts this group of legal scholars, and, and he's like, yes, absolutely, tithe, but take care of the widows. Have some compassion on the people who need some help. Listen, as Christians, you and I need to remember that our good works don't buy God's grace for us either. That's what he's telling them. He's like, God doesn't care that, that you're giving 10% of everything you have, even down to the tiniest little detail, because you're abusing people. You're not loving people. You're not living out the fundamentals here. So the other stuff, big deal. He, he's not impressed. God's grace produces gratitude in our, in our hearts. And the result of that gratitude is things like I talked about, where people want to, it's like, I, I, you know, I just want to do something for the Lord. I don't care if nobody knows. It's not that I'm trying to get attention. I just want to be sure God is happy with me because I'm grateful to him. And, and Jesus goes on, verse 25. I'm going to read through this stuff quickly. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you cleanse the outside of the cup and dish, but inside they're full of extortion and self-indulgence. Blind Pharisee, first cleanse the inside of the cup and dish, that the outside of them may be clean also. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you're like whitewashed tombs, which indeed appear beautiful outwardly, but inside are full of dead men's bones and all uncleanness. Even so, you also appear, outwardly appear righteous to men, but inside you're full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, because you build the tombs of the prophets and adorn the monuments of the righteous and say, if we had lived in the days of our fathers, we would not have been partakers with them in the blood of the prophets. Therefore, your witness is against yourselves that you are sons of those who murdered the prophets. Fill up then the measure of your father's guilt. Serpents, brood of vipers, how can you escape the condemnation of hell? Jesus is rough on them. Why? Because they needed it. Oswald Chambers, in, in, in his little book, um, it was one of the required reading books we had for the uh, School of Urban Ministry and Missions, but a little tiny book called Workmen of God. And one of the things that he writes about in there is how difficult it is to help a wayward Christian, like a backslidden Christian, help them turn around, come back to the Lord. He said, you got to hit them really hard with the reality of their rebellion. I heard a guy say, a pastor say one time, that the only way to actually engage in sin is, is you got to lie to yourself. You have to convince yourself that, that it's okay. 
that it's, it, it might even be good for you. You have to convince, you have to, you have to persuade yourself of the lie. And what Chambers says is you have to nail them with the reality. And that's what Jesus is doing for these Pharisees. There's clear evidence in the Bible that some of them heard it. Some of them took it to heart. Not many, but some. Maybe only one or two. But Jesus makes no apology for the fact that there is a hell and those who reject his offer of redemption, life, the love of God are going to go there. Those who have misrepresented the heart of God, the word of God, are going to go to the hottest room in the house, so to speak. Verses 34 to 36, Jesus says, Therefore, indeed, I send you prophets, wise men, and scribes. Some of them you will kill and crucify, and some of them you'll scourge in your synagogues and persecute from city to city, that on you may come all the righteous blood shed on the earth, from the blood of righteous Abel to the blood of Zechariah, son of Berechiah, whom you murdered between the temple and the altar. From A to Z, he says, you guys are guilty. Assuredly, I say to you, all these things will come upon this generation. Now, please Please don't miss the fact that Jesus was confronting a generation of Jewish leaders. Not all Jew, all, all, all Jews for all time. Do you understand what I'm saying? People have used this, among other passages, to justify anti-Semitism, which is it's just wickedness. It's just people being used by the enemy. Jesus confronted a specific group of people, and he says, you're going to pay for your rebellion. You're going to reap the consequences of the blood of these righteous men down through the ages. His love is the main thing. We're so glad you tuned in to Main Thing Radio today. We'd like to encourage you to continue reading God's Word daily, looking for the powerful truth and the promises that lie within its pages. There's always something to learn from the Bible, and we hope you'll make it part of your daily routine. If you'd like to listen to more of Pastor Robert's teachings from the book of Matthew, you'll find them at MainThingRadio.com. You'll also learn more about this ministry and connect with us on social media. We also encourage you to subscribe to our podcast. Here's David to tell you more. Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days at blinding speed. But there's always a moment to pause. Those in-between times are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to The Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today, anytime, anywhere. Simply go to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button. Thanks, David. We also want to invite you to join us for worship this weekend. Come visit Calvary Miami Beach on Sunday for worship and Bible study. Or join us online as we live stream. 
You'll be able to find out all you need to know by clicking on Calvary Miami Beach under About at our website. Again, that's MainThingRadio.com. That's all we have time for today. Join Pastor Robert next time, right here on Main Thing Radio.